Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 good evening and welcome to contending for the faith with a cutting edge christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church with your host bay area pastor lecturer counselor and expert on the cults dr jerry l buckner well once again in the bible one of the most terrifying and horrifying scriptures is found in second thessalonians 2 and 11 where it says god shall send them strong delusions. Question, what does the phrase strong delusions mean? And what can we do to avoid falling into this trap, whether you are in the church or outside of the church? So join us now as we come to part 15 in this series entitled, Why Does God Send Strong Delusions? For we are not pretending we are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you tonight? Brother Gary, I'm truly blessed, and thank you so much for that uh, challenging uh, introduction. And we want to thank everybody out there in Radio Land for joining us for another edition of Contending for the Faith. I'm your host, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner, and we know you're going to be blessed by the program and the teaching of God's Word. We are faithful to teaching the Word of God and answering questions because the Bible commands us in First Peter 3 and 15, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks of you a reason of the hope that's in you with meekness and fear. And so we are committed to these uh, areas of teaching the Word of God because the Bible tells us to teach the Word in season and out as well as to give answers. And we've been giving answers in this area of uh, strong delusions, and this has been quite a series, and it's been touching a lot of people out in the Bay Area and beyond. And we want to continue with that tonight in relationship to these three Ds related to uh, the strong delusions. I want to start off by saying this by way of introduction. Uh, when we talk about these three Ds, it's very important for us to pay close attention to every one of them. The Apostle Paul says under the leadership of the Holy Spirit that in Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 2, uh, that in starting off with verse 9 through, he really is talking about some terrifying words, some horrifying words, some striking words, some wake-up calling words. And uh, we better wake up to everything that the Lord is saying uh, through the Apostle Paul, because the warning is out there. And if we don't take heed to the warning, the only thing that's left is the judgment of God that will fall upon you. Whether you are in the church or outside the church, the judgment of God will fall upon you. And that judgment, we need to remember and never forget that judgment is the strong delusion. I do not want that on my life. I don't want that upon my family's life. I don't want that upon my church's life. And so I'm trying to do everything I can by the grace of God to preach the word in season and out to make sure that this judgment 
because it is a judgment. When the strong delusions come upon people, understand that this is a judgment because people have rejected the love of the truth over and over and over again. This is what it's talking about in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 10 through 12. Because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. My question to you tonight is this. Why do you continue to reject the love of the truth? Why? Why do you want to reject truth? It would be different if it was something that was false. It would be something if it was speculation. But this is revelation. It's not speculation. It's revelation. It's not mythology. It's theology. And we need to understand this and receive the love of the truth that we might be saved. Now, because people are rejecting God's love, and God so loved the world, the Scripture says in John 3 and 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in them should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's how much God loves you. He loves you and me so much that he gave the very best of heaven to you and me. And to reject that, there's nothing left but a strong delusion that will come upon your life, and that is the judgment of God. People say, well, I haven't seen the judgment of God yet. I haven't seen, you know, the stars fall from heaven, the moon get uh, bloody, and uh, Jesus coming back on a cloud. My friend, that is going to be something that you don't want to experience right now. But you are experiencing the judgment of God by the strong delusion. Wake up to that reality. When you go come across people, either in the church or outside the church, who constantly reject the love of the truth over and over and over again, then the judgment comes in, which is the strong delusion upon their lives. And uh, that they would believe a lie, then the truth. You see, the devil is the father. Jesus said he is the father of all lies. When you don't serve your heavenly father, you have another father that comes in and he lies to you and he becomes your father. That's why I always tell people, they say, well, I'm not ready to serve God. Well, if you're not ready to serve God, then you're ready to serve the devil. You say, well, who are you to say that? It's not me saying it. It's Jesus saying it. He said that there's a lot of people in John 8 and 44 have a father that's called the devil. Even the Pharisees and the Sadducees, when they named them Sadducees, they picked a good name because they were very sad, you see. And literally, the judgment of God came upon them as well because they rejected the love of the truth over and over and over again that was right in their face. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 is a terrifying chapter, a horrifying chapter. Powerful statements for this cause or this reason. God will send them strong delusions that they should believe a lie that they all may be condemned. 
who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. That's the thing that is making people reject God, because they are more in love with pleasure than pleasing God. See, the war of the two Ps, the pleasing God versus pleasure in unrighteousness. People are more into the pleasure than pleasing God. And they are into a pleasure of unrighteousness. And we are into a pleasing of righteousness. See? You see how that is a war between those two? Now, to summarize this rebellion of mankind today, this statement by the Apostle Paul is a true picture of the modern mankind today. Notice I said modern mankind today. All the way from the White House to the church house and those who have no house. The God of the Bible says in and through the Apostle Paul that modern man or modern mankind, no matter what color he is, no matter what size he is, no matter what uh, how much money he has or the lack of money he has, no matter what position he occupies or if he doesn't have a position, no matter what status he has, because he has rejected the truth over and over and over again, listen to this now. This fits into this Second Thessalonians chapter 2. God has allowed, write these words down, God has allowed, that's a word that's interesting, God has allowed, I'm going to give you another word, God has permitted through his permissive will, through his sovereign will. God has also, here's another word, God has ordained, notice all these words, God has allowed, God has permitted through his permissive will, God through his sovereign will, God has ordained For modern mankind, even those who are in religion without a relationship, even those who are involved with the cults, even those who are involved with the world of the occult, even some who are in churches and those who don't go to church. Notice these words I'm giving you now. Fits right into 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. God has allowed... God has permitted through his permissive will, God has ordained for modern mankind to be fooled. That's an interesting word. To be fooled, tricked, deceived, or becoming victims of a huge, write this down, a huge, gigantic, delusional lie. Oh, that's interesting, isn't it? God has literally allowed, permitted through his permissive will and ordained for modern mankind to be fooled, deceived by becoming a victim of a huge, gigantic, delusional lie. And this huge, gigantic, delusional lie fits in with what the Apostle Paul said earlier in his writings. I want you to make note of this. This huge, gigantic, delusional lie 
fits right into what the Apostle Paul says earlier in his writings to the Romans. In Romans chapter 1, verse 25, the people of his day had gotten so delusional that they had changed the truth of God into a lie. And they worship and they serve the creature more than the creator. Isn't that interesting in Romans 1 and verse 25? That they changed the truth. Now notice in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, they did not love the truth. Paul is hitting them over and over with rejecting the truth in Romans chapter 1 and also in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. It is a rejection over and over of the truth. Romans 1 and 25 changed the truth. It how they changed the truth into a lie. Why? Because they became delusional. Second Thessalonians 2 and 10, received because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. Compare these two verses, Romans 1 and 25, they changed the truth to Second Thessalonians 2 and 10, received not the love of the truth. Notice how this goes together like a hand in a glove. It is a rejection of the truth. Who is truth? Jesus. Bottom line is, the truth is Jesus. John 14 and 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. We see in Islam, they reject the truth. We see in cults like Mormonism, Jehovah Witness, New Age Movement. We find in Scientology, We find in Hinduism, Buddhism, Zoroastrianism, Confucianism, they picked a good name when they called it Confucianism because they confuse everybody. This is a strong, gigantic, delusional lie upon mankind because they have rejected Jesus Christ being the way, the truth, and the life. He's the only way we can get to the Father. You can't get to the Father through any other means. I don't care what religion you're in, what type of cult you're in, what kind of false religion you're in. Modern mankind everywhere is a victim of a huge, gigantic, delusional lie that is uh, controlled by the enemy, Satan. God has moved back and said, Satan, have your way, because man have rejected the truth over and over and over again. This Romans 1 and verse 26, and for this cause, and for this reason. This is the same Greek word, cause, is used in 2 Thessalonians 2 and 11. Make a note of that. For this cause, or reason, in Romans 1 and 26, fits right into 2 Thessalonians 2 and 11, and the same Greek word, cause, is used, where the Apostle Paul uses the same Greek word. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusions that they would believe a lie than the truth. Let me say this in closing. This is the greatest cause that you want to accept. God is, now make a note of this, God is the first uncaused cause of everything. Wow, that's a philosophical approach, but a theological approach. 
God is the first uncaused cause of everything. Nothing caused God, but he caused everything to come into existence. You need to serve that cause. That is the right cause, because any other cause is a cause lie of the enemy. Yes, God caused everything to come into existence. He was the one who stepped out on nothing, grabbed a handful of nothing, threw nothing nowhere, and it became a cosmology. So we want you to remember this in closing, the three Ds. You need to make a decision, number one, the first D. Make a decision to repent of this strong delusion that's upon your life because it will lead to the judgment of God and eternal hell. You don't want to go there. And then when you do make that decision— The second D, God will deliver you. He will deliver you from this strong delusion. That's the third D. The third D is delusion, strong delusion or delusion, delusional thinking. Make the right decision tonight. That's the first D. The second D, you will be delivered if you make the right decision. And the third D, you will no longer have the strong delusion upon your life. This is a good word for us. And he that has an ear... Let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches regarding these three D's that God is warning us about. Brother Gary. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, teacher, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. And we want to begin by thanking everyone who's been praying for Contending for the Faith. And without your diligent prayers, uh, we would not have been on the air for so many years. We recognize that, and we just thank you so much for your faithfulness, for praying for us diligently. Um, We want to thank all of you. Uh, listeners and givers, it costs us, you know, 400 a week to stay on the air. And especially those who've been partnering with us, we just can't thank you enough. Over the past couple of weeks, there's been Anthony and Jackie and Sandy. And we also want to thank those who have been praying for Dr. Buckner's wife, Nancy. She made it through her surgery with the help of the Lord. And we are so, so thankful and grateful for your prayers and God's faithfulness, it's such an amazing thing. When you know the Lord and you're going through something, to know that you can cry out to the Lord and know that he hears prayer, know that he answers prayer, know that he loves his children. You know, I don't know where I would be without the prayers of the saints and knowing that God hears prayers. It's so, it's such a wonderful thing, you know. And the, as I mentioned last week, they had me in suspense for two weeks waiting to find out whether or not I had cancer in my body again. And so, you know, thank the Lord. I had so many folks praying for me as well that uh, all the tests came back clean. There's no signs of any cancer in my colon. And uh, so I'm just as as thankful as I can be and grateful for prayer. So it's important. Always be You know, prayer should be our first response, not our our last resort. It's just a wonderful thing. You know, I don't know how people can make it without the community of the saints being part of a community of believers in your church, people who will stand in the gap for you. Um, If you don't have that, it's just a terrible place to be. Uh, You need folks praying for you. You need prayers going up. It's an amazing thing. I think we won't know until we get on the other side of heaven the impact folks' prayers on our life has had. 
All of us had had that praying mother at one time to pray for us when we were wayward, to pray for us when we were being that prodigal out there in the world. And how many grandmothers and how many mothers and parents have been on their knees crying out the names of their children that uh, needed prayer and intervention by God. So it's an important and amazing thing. So we're just thankful to all of you once again for praying for Sister Nancy. Um, and also, you know, we just, it's this tax time of the year, you know, and we want to encourage you, if you are able to get a refund, consider uh, it being part of a gift to contending for the faith. It's a, it's an important time uh, for us. We need your consistent help through prayer as well as your consistent giving to keep this broadcast on the air. So if God is blessing you with a, a sizable tax return, then consider, you know, maybe God is putting it in your heart that he wants you to give some of that to this ministry or ministries like it. Uh, it's an important time. We are so blessed in this country. We are on our worst day. We are richer than the rest of the world. Um, God has blessed us. And I think about, you know, sometimes we can't we can't be that missionary that goes to China or Russia or to third world nations. But, you know, God has blessed us to be able to give and to touch the world that way, as well as to give to ministries that are reaching out and touching folks across the airways like this one and giving reasons and answers for faith and giving truth in the midst of strong delusion. You know, it's so important that uh, we continue to do this work that God has called us to do. And we want to partner with you in this vital work. So help us out. Uh, there's two ways that you can give. Number one, send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. Or you can simply go onto your computer or laptop or your smartphone and go to contendingfaith.org and click on the Donate button, and it's that simple. Away you go, being a blessing for time and eternity. You know, we always want to say the tithe belongs to your church, your local church. And I'm, I want to hear, I'm here to tell you that if you're not tithing, you're missing out on a huge blessing. Uh, God just, it's one of the few places in the Bible, he says, Malachi, test me, prove me. Right? That, you know, I always say, you know what? Try God for a month. Tithe for one month. And I guarantee money back that you will see a difference in your world and in your, in your, what happens in your finances. God is faithful. He'll take the 90% and he'll make that 90 go to 150. It's an amazing thing. You'll get favor. You'll get blessing. But it's also a matter of obedience. God says, do this. So we need to do it. And then if you are able to give above the tithe, even so much the better. Uh, we're sending money ahead where the, the thief can't rob and the moth and the rust can't uh, destroy. This is an amazing thing. And I, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I know that one day you'll stand before God in heaven. He's going to say, turn around and you're going to look and see a multitude of people. And you'll say, Lord, who are these people? God's going to say, these are the people that made it into heaven as a result of your giving, as a result of your faithfulness as the Holy Spirit prompted you to give to ministry and to the work of the Lord. So we want to encourage you. Give. Be a blessing. God has given you so much. Give back as well. Dr. Buckner. 
Amen. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. I got some other things I got so carried away. <laughs> Amen. We got some announcements uh, tomorrow for those of you uh, in the area of uh, Fairfield. Dr. Buckner is going to be speaking at the 11 o'clock service at Highway International Church in Fairfield. Um, we're going to be doing a special message and a PowerPoint on uh, the walk the Christian walk. So we want to encourage you. Uh, that's tomorrow morning, Sunday, February 11th at 11 o'clock a.m. at the Highway International Church, 1319 West Texas Street, Fairfield, California. Again, that's 11 o'clock tomorrow, Highway International Church, 1319 West Texas Street in Fairfield, California. Dr. Buckner will be speaking at 11 o'clock. Um, most people, when they study the book of Ephesians, miss a very important phrase. The important phrase is the Christian walk. It's not enough for us to talk the talk. We must walk the walk if we're going to be truly blessed by God. Dr. Buckner will share a powerful PowerPoint on the Christian walk and how it applies to us today. So we want to encourage you, come out. Dr. Buckner will be there. I'll be there. Um, we'll have a great time and fellowship and a great time in God's word. Um, on Sunday, that's tomorrow, February 11th, Highway International Church, 1319 West Texas Street, Fairfield, California. In addition to that, Dr. Buckner is going to be teaching a class beginning Monday, uh, February 19th. The class is entitled Spiritual Gifts and Rewards Part 2. And this class is going to be held at the East Bay Baptist Association office located at 1221 Pacific Avenue in San Leandro, California. Again, that's going to begin Monday, February 19th, 6.30 p.m. till 9.30 p.m. Uh, this class will run until April 16th, every Monday from the 19th of February till April 16th, 6.30 p.m. at the East Bay Baptist Association office located at 1221 Pacific Avenue in San Leandro. If you're interested in this class, contact Dr. Buckner at area code 415-721-1778. That's area code 415-721-1778. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary. Appreciate those announcements. And we, again, want to thank everybody out there for praying for my uh, lovely wife. And she's back home and recovering, uh, you know, rapidly. And we thank the Lord for your prayers and uh, your thoughts and we also want to, as Brother Gary has shared with you, uh, encourage you to come out so we can meet some of you. Some of you, we've never met you before. We want to meet you and fellowship with you uh, tomorrow uh, at the Highway International Church in Fairfield, California. A wonderful pastor there, too, Pastor Cerna. And uh, the church there has hurt me several times, and they have enjoyed me in such a way that uh, they have uh, asked the pastor, they've come up to the pastor and said, you need to get him back again because we get so blessed by this man of God. So they have uh, had me come several times during the week. Now uh, have asked me to come on a Sunday morning to uh, bring the word of God. And and he said, uh, Dr. Buckner, you know, I'm not jealous at all at your talent. He says, uh, when somebody's going to come in and and exhort and build up the body of Christ. I want to be a part of that as well because I can't do it all. And I said to myself, "We, I wish we had more pastors like that type of spirit. 
not only in the Bay Area, but uh, worldwide, uh, because you need to bring in gifted men that can uh, equip the saints, you know, and the pastor can only do so much, and he needs help as well, uh, as well as this upcoming class. We want to encourage you to be a part of that as well. You'll get blessed by knowing what your gifts are and using it for the exhorting and building up of the body of Christ, as well as setting up a good reward for yourself in the future. Well, let's get to some of our callers, uh, Brother Gary. All right. First caller is going to be Anthony. Anthony, welcome to Contending for the Faith, and how are you tonight? I'm um, good, brother. Um, how are you doing? Good. Well, we're, tru- we're truly blessed, brother. Uh, we just here doing our thing for Jesus. All right. It's good to hear your voice, Dr. Buckner. Uh, I can tell you I'll be there tomorrow for uh Fairfield, for sure. But we look forward to having you. Amen. Amen. And and what's on your heart tonight? Well, I just want to... I had a prayer request, but uh, first I had a question. I just want to kind of get your thoughts on... uh, Matthew 27. We didn't get your your first... As were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. And uh, a lot of people uh, believe we're in the end times now, you know, with the implementation of things like AI, transhumanism, genetic engineering, and, uh, you know, impending war, the world's just rife with corruption, you know, violence, greed. And um, I just, you know, being a Christian is wonderful. My life has done a complete 180 since, you know, I, you know, welcome Christ into my life and uh, accepted him as my Lord and Savior. But, you know, as um talk to people, like just in the general population, I would say, like, seems like people are almost offended by the the uh, topic of Jesus, you know, like nowadays, like, like he's gone out of style or something like that. And I'm just wondering, how do we wake these people up? You know, I mean, I think we may very well be, you know, in these... Uh, and times, and um, not only non-Christians, but also Christians, some of them seem to be still kind of just asleep or maybe in denial of the the spiritual battle that's kind of raging on. You know, it's um, never really stopped, and uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. And what, what's the best way to kind of uh, wake people up, you know, as to what's really going on in the world without offending or without, you know, kind of... Well, you know, you're going to offend because uh, Jesus said, woe unto the world because of offenses. It need be that offense come. And he also said, uh, I didn't only come to bring, uh, I brought peace to you, which meant within you, not peace to the world. But he said, I also brought a sword. So it's always going to be. Uh, controversy, and I think Walter Martin, my mentor, hit it on the nose when he put it this way: "Controversy for controversy's sake is a sin, but controversy for truth's sake is a divine imperative." So, you know, you can always have people that's going to be upset. I mean, there was one guy that uh, I witnessed to one time, and he was a blasphemer. He's, uh, you know, curse and and he was a hater of God. And I told him straightforward that you're going to die and go to hell if you don't repent of your ways. And do you not know that man uh, came back to me and uh, about uh, a year or two later and said, uh, 
Dr. Buckner, thank you for being straightforward with me because I could not sleep. That word hell was on my heart all every night. I could not sleep. And he said I had to get right with Jesus because I didn't want to go there. So the thing is, uh-huh. the thing is, is the message tonight hits on to what you're asking. The, the, the thing that we have to do for people is not only be equip ourselves, okay? God is calling upon us to be equipped. Because if we don't get equipped, we're going to be whipped. And we not only need to be equipped in the armor, but we need to be uh, biblically literate. You know, we we have a world today where people are biblically illiterate of the Word of God. And because they are, they don't know how to communicate the truth of God. You know, and Jesus said the truth will make you free. So when you know the truth, Jesus said, and you give that to people, he said it will make people free. But also we need to pray and we're getting ready to go to a commercial break in a minute. But we need to pray, just like the message was uh, tonight, that God will lift off of people the strong delusion. And we need to pray that God will open up their eyes and ears and allow the Holy Spirit, the wooing of the Holy Spirit, to open up their eyes and their ears. Because it's the Holy Spirit that opens up the ears, the eyes. And that's the only way they're going to come. But we need to present the truth to them in love because we need to have it uh, in, on, not only on our lips, but in our life and in our love. But I'm going to address this question that you mentioned, Matthew 20, 24, and you had moved away from your phone, and we didn't hear your first part of the question. So when we come back, uh, mention that uh, you know a lot more clear, and then we'll try to address that as well. We go into a commercial break, Brother Gary. All right, it's time for us to take another break. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area Pastor, Lecturer, Counselor, and Expert on the Cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Once again, we want to thank all of you who have been praying for Contending for the Faith and those of you who have been diligently and, and significantly partnering with us financially for this ministry. It's so vitally important that you continue to be consistent in your prayers and consistent in your giving. As I mentioned earlier, Tax season right around the corner. If you're getting a great big refund, consider partnering with us using that refund to be a blessing to this ministry. It costs us 400 a week to remain on the air, and we need your prayers, and we need your financial support to continue. There's two ways to give. Send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. The second way is so much easier. Just get online to contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org. And click on the donate button, and it's that simple. You'll be a blessing for time and eternity. Once again, we want to uh, remind you that tomorrow, Dr. Buckner will be speaking at 11 o'clock a.m. at the Highway International Church in Fairfield. Uh, He's going to be speaking on the topic of the Christian walk. You won't want to miss this. Come out and meet Dr. Buckner, myself, tomorrow morning, 11 o'clock a.m. at the Highway International Church. It's located at 1319 West Texas Street in Fairfield, California. That's Highway International Church, 1319 West Texas Street, Fairfield, California, tomorrow at the 11 a.m. service. So come out. If you are available, come out, meet us. In addition to that, Dr. Buckner is going to be uh, beginning a new class entitled Spiritual Gifts and Rewards, Part 2. This class will begin Monday, February the 19th at 6.30 p.m., 
It's going to be located at the East Bay Baptist Association building located at 1221 Pacific Avenue in San Leandro, California. So if you're interested in this class, uh, contact Dr. Buckner at area code 415-721-1778. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary, for those announcements. And we, uh, before the commercial break, uh, we were talking with uh, Anthony. And Anthony, you still there? I'm here. All right, brother. You you had um, backed up from your phone, and we uh, could not hear you clearly on Matthew 24 and 37. Uh, can you uh, repeat that again and uh, be right by your phone when you're talking so we can hear you clearly? Oh, sure. Um, let me see. Hang on. You wanted a little understanding of that. So Matthew 24, 37. But as the days of Noah were so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For yes. in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark. Yes, let and me give you a little bit of uh, insight on, on, way, on, on so that. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. All right, we're very good. Thank you for reading that. Let me just say a few things about this verse of Scripture. Um, Here, as Jesus is saying, as it was in the days of Noah, uh, Jesus uh, here is not uh, emphasizing uh, so much here uh, on the the extreme uh, wickedness of Noah's day. That's, That's not what he's trying to convey here because the people knew that it was a wickedness, and he was uh, addressing something uh, just as equally important. So the emphasis here is not so much upon the extreme wickedness of Noah's day, and you hear a lot of teachers teaching that uh, from Genesis uh, 6 and 5, going back to Genesis 6 and 5. But what Jesus is emphasizing here is the people of our day being preoccupied uh, with the mundane matters of everyday life where he's second and the things of the world and the flesh is first. So this is the world by which we live in. You know, it's nothing wrong with eating, drinking, and even marrying, if you do it the way the Lord called you to do it. But what is happening here, because Jesus is not debunking the whole idea of eating, drinking, and marrying. What is happening here, and I did a PowerPoint on this uh, before in Los Angeles at a church that asked me to come there and do an exegetical study of this. What Jesus is addressing here is people being preoccupied with the mundane matters of everyday life and being so involved with life that they are not putting him first. So here is what uh, he's saying. He's saying this. They were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and they were judged. So what's happening? What's happening is that they are eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage, and but not giving God the glory at all. Because if they were giving God the glory, then they would have really been eating to the glory of God, drinking to the glory of God, and marrying to the glory of God. 
but they were so preoccupied with the mundane matters. It's kind of like what Jesus said, a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things by which he possesses. And it's also what Jesus was saying when he says, um, you know, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? So, and it's also where he addressed the rich young ruler. Sell all that you have, give to the poor, and then follow me. That young man walked away from Jesus. And that's why Jesus said in Matthew 6 and 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And what happens with people today, they are so preoccupied with the things of this world that when they stand before God, God will say, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. So this is what you're getting in the context of uh, Matthew 24 and verse 37 and on. So hopefully that gives you some deeper insight on this. And uh, what is also your prayer request? We got another caller we want to get. We okay. want to. We got yeah. two more callers. We want to get them in. What the, What is your prayer request? Thank you for that explanation. That was perfect. Uh, helps me understand a lot better. Um, my oh, thank prayer you. request for this evening is. Uh, First, I'm still, I told you about that job I interviewed for on Monday, and Mm -hmm. uh, this is a job in which I would be able to serve the Lord, you know, five days a week, eight hours a day, you know, working with homeless people. And let me tell you, if I I do get that job, you guys are going to see a big part of that, too, because this show has been an absolute blessing in my life, and I want to help keep it on the air, but I need a little income myself to do that so i'm just waiting to hear and i could use all the prayers i can get in that sense also uh pray for your wife nancy sister nancy's uh, continued speedy recovery uh, my mother who's uh, terminally ill as well and then just um yeah that, that's all i think for right i think that's that's good well brother you're always a blessing when you call in to us as well and we appreciate you uh, from the uttermost and the guttermost. You can't get any deeper than that. And we're going to lift you up in prayer and thank you for your encouraging words around what you heard from the Word of God as well. Brother Gary, let's lift our brother Anthony up in prayer mm-hmm. around these prayer requests. Yes, Lord, we just thank you for Anthony. We pray right now, Lord God, that you would grant him favor and respect to this new job, Lord God. We pray that you give him peace in his spirit right now about it, Lord God, to know that you have him in in perfect hand, Lord God, that you, Lord God, said in your word that he'll supply all of his needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. We pray for uh, Sister Nancy's continued recovery as well as Anthony's mom. He mentioned that she's terminally ill. But, Lord God, you're the great physician, and you've never lost a case. You are the last word, and we just look to you for your sovereign will when it comes to her life. And and we just pray that you keep her and protect her and give her peace in the midst of this very, very heavy trial, Lord God. We thank you and praise you and give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Anthony, for your call. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow. All righty. Yes. All right, we're going to go to our next call. Phil, are you there, Phil? Uh, yes, I'm here. How you doing this evening? Good. How are you? We're truly blessed. We're truly blessed. How can we help you this evening? I just had a question about the Jehovah Witness. I talked to a few of them a while back, and I asked them why do they keep rewriting the Bible and who's who's writing it? And they said it says they showed me a verse in their Bible, uh, 
faithful servant are the ones that are, are writing the Bible. And I asked them, well, who are these faithful servants? And they couldn't give me that answer. Well, that, that's why they really can't give you an answer, because the Jehovah's Witnesses uh, go back to the 1800s, and they had at one period of time uh, about five different um, people who actually translated their uh, Bibles, because, you know, they have the New World Translation, the emphatic diaglot, and the kingdom in a linear, and none of the five people that translated uh, their uh, so-called Bibles knew Greek nor Hebrew. That's why they messed it up in putting in John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was a God. And this is one of the reasons why they have in John, throughout the Johannian Gospel, they have everywhere when Jesus claims to be God, like John 10 and 10, when he says, I and the Father, we are one. It says the Jews took up stones to stone him. And he says, why do you stone me? They said, we stone thee not for a good work, but for blasphemy, because thou being a man makest thyself God. When the, In the Bible, it has a capital G. But in right. their translation, they put a little g, because everywhere Jesus claimed to be God, they insert a little g, which tells you they have no understanding of Greek at all. And um, one great scholar one time confronted uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses, and he confronted them. He was one of the greatest uh, Greek scholars around, and he confronted them about their Greek, and especially their translations of John 1 and 1 and on and on. And he told them that you have, and, and Dr. Manny, I think the Manning, I think that was his name, uh, but he confronted them, and they used his materials because he knew Greek. But when he confronted them, they, he told them, you have irregrettable, you have regrettable Greek. And they acted like he didn't exist. And that shows you how ignorant they are to the, the Bible and the translation. But the elders and the people in their in their kingdom hall are the ones that constantly get, uh, you know, the rewritings of the, the their literature, but they don't know Greek-Hebrew. They're just uh, lost, and we need to pray for them. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank well, you for your call, and God bless you. Call us again. Okay. Have a great evening. You do the same. And also, I have a book on the Trinity, too, that can help you, and you can uh, listen to our address, and we can get that to you, and you, it'll be a blessing to you to witness to them. Thank you. I appreciate that. You got it, brother. God bless you. Okay, let's try to squeeze in uh, our next one. All right. CeCe's been waiting patiently. CeCe, how you doing? Uh, how you guys doing? Oh, my brother. <laughs> look like yeah, you understand. You know, we get you in mostly all the time, and we got some other people. But we we tell you what, when you call next week, we'll get you in first, and we will address your uh, your issues. So we'll make sure we do that the first thing when you call in. All right. All right, thank you. Thank you for your patience and everything, Brother Gary. All right, wow. Didn't see that music coming up that fast. Well, we've kind of ended tonight's exciting broadcast. We'd like to thank Vince, our engineer, Brother Frederick Manning, our phone counselor, and you, our listening audience, for being part of tonight's program. It's important for us to hear from you. Your letters and cards are an encouragement to us. 
please drop us a note. Let us know how the program's blessed you. You can reach us at Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. Please keep us in prayers until next week at this time, when we once again give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. I'm Gary Bell. May God richly bless you.